What's up, Popper Nation? Welcome back in. Chuck here. Seth, how you doing? Chuck, fantastic college basketball has started, and we've started the year here on Hop the Hoops. 1-0, IUPUI under. We're we're sweating another one out as we speak. (laughs) Right now, live IUPUI against Drake. Sweat it out, Chuck. I love it. I love the start of mid-major and low-major college basketball. Yeah, just Tying just going hard on IUPUI unders early in the season. Hope, hoping to get a two and zero start with with Hop the Hoops. Dude, I'm gonna bet that until I lose. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. ride it out until it overhits. Yeah, honestly, I mean, between college basketball, <laughs> between college basketball, college football, the NFL, we got a lot of stuff, and we're spreading the love this pot. We got yeah. we got a pick in everything. A lot of sports going on. It's November, great time of the year. Football, we're, we're at like the mid-season point in the NFL. Things are heating up for the playoff race. Uh, tough for my, my Clemson Tigers last week. That was a tough look. But otherwise, still a lot of good college football to watch. Yep, and we're, we've got plays on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. We got your weekend coming. Good weekend slate. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us off on Friday. I'm going right to college basketball, right to hop the hoops. And I'm going to a game that it possibly is my favorite game of the season. It's taking place on the USS Abraham Lincoln in San Diego, Gonzaga against Michigan State. Line has been unannounced. But they're bringing back the aircraft carrier game. Chuck, last time they played this game, it was North Carolina and Michigan State in, twenty, I think, 2011 or 2012. Final score of that game, 67-55, North Carolina up top. And then the other game that they played was Syracuse against San Diego State, and Syracuse won 62-49. The thing that intrigues me about this game, Chuck, is they're playing basketball outside. These guys have not played an outside game of basketball with referees and, like, an official basketball game. I don't know, since they were, like, 12 maybe, and there was, like, you played outdoor pickup with, like, refs. This is... It's such a rare occurrence. It's a much different game. Wind is a factor. When you're shooting a basketball into a hoop, a little bit of wind can change the tra- trajectory even before you even shoot it. If it's after it leaves your hand, players are going to be. It's going to be tough to shoot out there, and that's why those two games I mentioned earlier, with the high point total being 67, UNC was ranked number one in the nation at that time. Gonzaga is a very run and gun team. They tend to shoot a lot of threes. Only shot 13 in their opening game against North Florida, but, I mean, it was a very small, undersized North Florida team, so they were just in the paint the entire time. Michigan State, on the other hand, but Northern Arizona shot 27 threes. They only made 33% of them. Both teams are going to struggle to score, or they're, and they're going to slow the pace of, pace of play down and try to get inside, knowing that the way, it's going to be a lot harder to shoot, especially on, like, an aircraft carrier. Like, I mean, you're, you're on the ocean. Not, you're not even you know, on land. So it's going to be a little windy out there. I'm looking for Vegas to know that and adjust this line and set it in the low one thirties. That's where I'm thinking this line is going to come out at 133, 134, anything above that. You've got to hammer the under here. Unless, unless they put the number under 130, I'm not hesitant at all to hammer this under look for both teams, slow pace of play down. Poor shooting nights on the outside. It's going to be a lot of points inside. Even free throws might be down with the wind. So I'm taking the Zaga Michigan State under the total. Should come out low 130s. Hammer it. Yeah, Seth, I like it. Um, I'm glad you pointed out. I was a little hesitant when you first mentioned 
uh, a Gonzaga under because I know Gonzaga usually likes to score a lot of points, um, but it's outdoors. It's totally totally different ball game outdoors. I, I'm glad you mentioned the scores of the last two games. I can't believe it's been ten years since they did this. I'm glad they're bringing it back. It's very cool. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I love this it. Is... I had the Michigan State shoes. I bought them. I think the week after this game, and they were they were my eighth grade basketball shoe, and they, I look great. I only got in like five minutes a game because I was about five four at the time, hadn't hit the growth spurt yet up to five ten, but um, but yeah, when I got in, it was electric, one hundred percent electric. The last um, time an aircraft carrier game, game was played, Seth was six inches shorter and playing basketball in the eighth grade. I was probably better than two. I, I could hoop when I was five four. <laughs> But, just um, weaving around the tall guys, on, dude. It's, I still do that today. But um, that game, that game's on Friday. Just want to reiterate that, not a Saturday or Sunday game. It's yeah. on Friday. Um, that's our only Friday play, so I'm going to move right into Saturday. Give you my first college football pick out of the my remaining two, and I'm going back to the SEC. I know we talked we talked about the SEC a lot last week. Um, hit Kentucky money line last week. And I'm betting against the team I bet against last week. We got Mizzou at Tennessee. Tennessee is 20 and a half point favorites. This line, I'm telling you right now, Vegas is setting this as a trap. 20 and a half. Tennessee's getting that hook at 21. But here's my launch here. Chuck, I explained this to you before the show. Tennessee coming off a heartbreaking loss to Georgia, not because it was like super close, but just because they had such high hopes that they're like, oh, we beat Alabama, we can beat Georgia. Entire public was right, the volunteers. It was, it was a loss for America, really. But College football playoff rankings came out. Tennessee's fit, right? Two teams are ahead of them that are undefeated. They have to play each other. Ohio State and Michigan. One of them, are they're going to lose. So Ohio State and Michigan, one of, one of those two is going to have one loss. Tennessee, most likely, is going to have one loss. So then it's going to come down to the eye test. So if you're Tennessee, you have, your last three games are Mizzou, some shit, and then um, Arkansas. So you know these last three games, you have to blow teams out. You can't leave it in doubt that you should get that fourth spot, assuming – I mean, I'm just going to assume TCU wins out just for assumption purposes and Georgia wins out. Um, and then Ohio State or Michigan, you know, runs the table and wins a big time. So that's between Tennessee, a one-loss Oregon team, and a one-loss Michigan or Ohio State team. Tennessee has to run the table against these teams. They need to blow them out. They have to impress the playoff committee to get that fourth spot. So I'm going to trust that Tennessee can get up enough for this game to just blow the doors off of a Missouri team that is not that good. This game, I think, is going to go very similar to how Kentucky went when they beat them 44-6. That's what I envision here. I envision an absolute blowout. Um, Missouri also has a quarterback. I know I talked to him last week. Not very good. This team has not put up more than 23 points against a Power 5 opponent. Um, and that 23 points is against the South Carolina defense that I think is terrible. Um, and I see Tennessee's offense putting up really big numbers, Henry Hooker getting back on track. Like, I, I expect Tennessee to put up 50 points in this game. Like After that loss in Athens, they're coming home. Rocky Top's going to be going. Give me Tennessee, minus 20 and a half, getting back on track. They've got a chance at the playoff. I don't think they're going to want to pull it. Yeah, Seth. I, I, again, I was I was hesitant about this when you first mentioned it, but you can be very convincing, and and you made a lot of excellent points. Um, the reason I was hesitant at first, right? So first off, I, I never like huge favorites, but 
Um, 84% of the, the money is coming in on Tennessee. So that always makes me nervous if scary. this is a public. Very numbers. They're, they're heavy on Tennessee. So we're, Seth's riding the public here, which makes me nervous. And Missouri's got a pretty good defense. Um, they're ranked pretty high in defense. We talked about it last week um, against Kentucky. 26 against the past. Yeah. Well, but I think you made a good point there in Tennessee, c- comparing the Tennessee-Kentucky game. Because we talked about it last week. Kentucky and Missouri are basically the, kind of the same team. Um, just Kentucky's got a little bit better of a quarterback. So, um, and obviously that game went pretty well for Tennessee, beating Kentucky 44-6. to um, And this game could go very similarly. And you made a great point about them. They, they're really going to come in motivated to, to blow teams out because they have to. That it's, it's all about how you look and how you play. And if they play a tight one against Missouri, that could, that could come back and bite them at the end of the year for sure with the playoff ranking committee. Um, so it makes a lot of sense. And uh, I, I could see it. It's a, good, it's a good bounce back spot. I expect them to be motivated. They're, they're at home. So I, I like that even more. Um, so I'm okay with it. I think you, you talked me into it. They're on the outside looking in. They were on the inside, now they're on the outside. But like you said, now, I mean, one of those a, teams is going to lose. Classic, will they do a classic Tennessee choke job? Maybe. But I'm going to say this team's different. Yeah. I don't know if it's that I'm in Tennessee and I can feel feel that the air is different, but I, I think that they get it together here. Yeah. I mean, Hendon Hooker looked a little confused against the Georgia defense last week for sure. I think they got in his head a little bit, so... We'll see if Missouri can do the same. I, I don't think those two defenses are comparable, obviously. So this is interesting. I, I do I do think Tennessee has a legit shot to make it in, obviously, still being only ranked fifth, just to, just on the outside of it. Yeah, well, that's my that's my first college football pick, Chuck. Take it away with, uh, with yeah. your first. Yeah. Um, I want to preface my picks and just just shout out myself a little bit. Um Seven and no in the last seven seven things I've said on the pod, so we're feeling ourselves a little bit. And this first game I'm going to talk about, the stats don't necessarily back me up, but you're just going to have to take my word for it and trust that I'm hot and I have a feeling. This man, about is, this this one. man is hot, hot to the touch. Yeah, I'm just Gotta going. Gotta ride with him. Gotta roll with him. We're riding the gut here. We're feeling this is a, this is a bit of a heat check game for me. Um, we're staying in the SEC. Up from thirty three feet right now. <laughs> we're just we're just seeing seeing how hot we are. Um, we're staying in the SEC, LSU at Arkansas. LSU is a three-point favorite. The over-under is set at 62. I'm going to take my boys, my Razorbacks, big fan of taking Arkansas. I'm going to take them plus three here. Um, and like I said, the stats don't back me up. If you, if you look at Arkansas's pass defense, it's not good. I'm not going to try to you know, manipulate the stats in my direction. I don't think the stats um, would help me out too much in this game. Um, I think this is a spot play, right? So LSU, letdown spot. Um, coming off that, that big win against Bama, they're still technically like in it for the college football playoff. I mean, they would have to beat Georgia, obviously, but um, so I think they're still like this is a this is a definite spot to kind of fade LSU, and I think it's a spot um, that Arkansas bounces back. Arkansas came off is coming off a loss against Liberty last week, kind of embarrassing because um, I think they were favored by like 14, 15 points in that game. Um, but if you go back and look at the box score, so both so LSU won last week. And Liberty or Arkansas lost, right? Liberty won, but Alabama outgained LSU in that game. So I think the only reason LSU really won um, was not on paper. They won because Death Valley at night that place was rocking, obviously because Bama was in town and they had a legit shot. Um, and then Brian Kelly's just massive cojones going for it, going for the two point conversion there in the first overtime period. I don't 
I don't think if they didn't do that, that they would have won the game, honestly. I don't think they would have been able to stop Bryce, Bryce Young, and eventually Alabama would have made a play. So I'm not taking too much out of that LSU-Bama game. I feel like it was one that could have gone either way. And let's say LSU lost that game. I think this game is a pick em if LSU lost last week. I really do. So I think you're getting value here with three points. Um, and like I mentioned, Ar- Arkansas actually outgained Liberty last week. So it was kind of a tough, tough way to lose. I think they had a two-point conversion as well at the end and then didn't get it. Um, so I like this spot. I think I'm going to take Arkansas plus three. I know the stats don't back me up, but this is another spot. I'm going to take, I'm going to fade the public. I'm going to do the opposite of what Seth does. 91% of the bets are on LSU. Um, that worked out last week. If you, if you took Georgia because Tennessee like was a, a public favorite, I think 97% of the bets were on, on Tennessee last week. So that, that worked out to kind of fade the public. So I'm going to, I'm going to try that again. Arkansas plus three. Yeah, Chuck, I like I like this play purely as a spot play. Yeah. I think it's I always like p- taking teams after a big win just because I think they get a boost on the line. Like you, the thing thing I couldn't agree with more is that if LSU lost that game, it's a pickup. I think so. Just the fact that they won, they're getting at least another two three points on that. Yeah. So just based on that alone, I like it. I think. I mean, Arkansas hasn't looked great recently, but I mean, we can't. We got to remember that they are a good team. Um, it's not like they just suck. They're just losing games. Like good teams can lose games. Um, they're not a great team, obviously, because they've lost this many games. Um, but I mean, they can still do some damage. LSU lost to Florida State first game of the year. Um, they got smoked by Tennessee earlier in the year. I mean, could be due for a bad game. I'll definitely be be tuning into that one. Um, excited, but I mean that game last week was fantastic. Alabama LSU. I, I love. I'm not a huge Brian yeah. Kelly guy, but that two point conversion decision it warmed my heart a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I love this, love this play. I, I think if they kick the field goal, they don't win that game. Yeah, no, for sure. I yeah. I totally. I agree. Think, think Brian Kelly knew he's like, this is our chance. We got to go get it, and they got it. They had the they momentum. They scored in the first play of the over the like overtime. They got the ball and scored immediately. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Jalen so, Daniels is a, is a stud. But I do think Arkansas like has a really good running back and run game with KJ Jefferson, so I think they'll be able to keep him off the field a little bit as well in this one, which Bama should have been able to do as well with Jameer Gibbs, but I don't think they got down early, so I don't think they ran it as much as they normally would have. Um, so yeah. I like Arkansas to kind of try to game control this one. Yeah, I'll definitely definitely be tuning in to the SEC Network or whatever channel that's on. It might be is that a prime? It might be an ESPN. Who knows? I think it's a um, noon game, so. We're we're you starting starting the day early. Well, eleven for you. Have to rip a couple high noons before that. Get warmed up. That might be but, a, a mimosi uh, game. Oh, a mimosi game. Well, Chuck, I'm going to move from uh, the number five team in the nation, who I talked about on my last pick, to the number four team in the nation. TCU, the Horn Frogs, okay. going to Texas. I, I, and I will say, when I saw this line, I, I took a double take. Yeah. Texas at home, favored by. Seven. Yeah. Seven. I was like, really? Fascinating. I saw this more as like a three and a half or like a four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Texas is a good team. But in my heart of hearts, I still think that Vegas is overreacting from that Alabama game. Sure. When they, because ever since that game, they've been heavily hammering Texas, like they've been giving Texas a lot of big lines in their favor. And I mean, Texas is a good team. Ewers is a very good quarterback. 
But TCU is also a good team. And my same logic that I talked about in Tennessee, I'm applying to TCU. TCU knows they have to win out. They Because if they know if they win out, they're in. Unless, again, something really weird happens, and I just don't see it happening. But College Football Playoff Committee literally told them this week, with that four spot, they said, if you win out, you're in. So they've, they, they've coming out playing their best football every week. And the thing that really stuck, stuck out to me about this matchup is Texas's past defense is 101st in the nation. It's not that good. Like, if it was, if it was top 50, I think I'd probably stay away from this game. But it's not. And, like, TCU is slightly ahead, of, slightly ahead in pass defense. They're like 94th. Texas is 32nd in rush defense. TCU is 70th. So, I mean, Texas' defense has an edge statistically, and I think, I mean, they're just better. Um, but TCU has the better offense, I, I'll say. I think no one has been able to slow them down. Texas has had some hit-or-miss games, that Iowa State game at home where they won by three. TCU has, has gotten out, gotten behind early, but they always come back. They always put up more than 30 points. So to say that TCU is going to get beat by more than seven in a game where they know they have to win, which might be their biggest game of the season, honestly, if you look at the seven-point dogs as a four, the four spot in the college football playoff, trying to make their spot in the college football playoff, this is their biggest game of the season. And even if I'm not saying TCU, I'm not saying I know TCU wins this game, but I think it's got to be closer than a touchdown. I'm thinking a field goal, four points. I'm taking TCU plus seven and a half. I'm going to take that hook um, in case of a touchdown just because they've got to play their best football in this game. They have to. And, I mean, I'm not discounting what Texas has done, but I think TCU this year right now is better. Yeah. No, I I, I totally agree with you. I, I thought the same thing when I saw this line. The only thing that scared me off a little bit and why I, why I didn't try to grab it in, in our best three um, myself was – I learned my lesson fading a, a team where game day goes goes to. Um, I get a little nervous. I, I took UCLA against Oregon a couple weeks ago, and so I got a little nervous, scared out of that. But I agree. I mean, these games are always – these Big 12 games against good teams are always close. I went back and looked at Texas. Texas' six Big 12 games, four of them were decided by less than seven, seven or less points. Um, and if you go back and look at TCU's schedule – Five out of their six Big 12 games were decided by 10 or less points. So both of these teams play close games. They just they just do. Um, and when you talk about the offenses, both explosive offenses and both have kind of weak passing defenses. So this tends to be, you know, you lean shootout, you know, the team that has the ball last wins or, you know, so you're, you're in a good spot even if TCU goes down to get a backdoor cover for a seven and a half number. I mean, they could be down 14 and two minutes left. They go down and score a touchdown and get that cover for you. So... I really like just taking the value of this number being a little too high in, in a game that, that probably should be close. Yeah, I mean, I like you said, that backdoor cover, I expect this to be a one-possession game. I don't think that they're running away with it. I really don't. I mean, yeah. I don't like. I don't think tech, I don't think it's going to be like the Oklahoma game earlier this year. Well, everybody, yeah, everybody destroys Oklahoma. Yeah, they suck. TCU does not suck. So I expect this to be close. Yeah, and like I said, TCU's got to win this game. I mean, they, they know they, they know the task ahead of them. They know they got to win out. Um, I don't think they're going to be scared of, of Texas. Um, Texas is, is different with Quinn Ewers. I, I think I'd, if I had to favor a quarterback, I really like Quinn Ewers a lot. But I think I like the coaching staff at TCU and just their momentum that they're just riding. You know, what, you know, what, I, 
what I'm coming up with now, which is a two-team teaser that I think is impossible. It's never losing. Is Tennessee minus thirteen and a half parlay TCU plus fourteen and a half? Yeah. Tell me how that that doesn't lose. Right. Yeah. As long as Tennessee can score like we said they should, and then yeah, I really like fourteen and a half. Obviously, with, with TCU here. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, that's it for me. Those are my three. We got the Gonzaga, Michigan State under Tennessee minus twenty and a half, and TCU seven and a half. Chuck. Take us to Sunday with two yeah. of yours. Let's let's talk let's talk some NFL. Let's talk some professional football. We're halfway through the season. Uh, very intrigued by some of these games. I'm going to start with with something that was good to me last week. I, I introduced team totals to my repertoire last week and went two and zero. So I'm feeling good. I got to throw one in this week, and I'm going to the Broncos Titans game. <laughs> not not the most exciting Four. game on the slate. Absolutely. Definitely not the most exciting game of the slate. Um, the Titans are favored by, I think it's down to, it was three this morning. I think it's down to two now. Um, I had the over-under, I wrote it down earlier, it's 38 and a half. It's already down to 36 and a half, so people are coming in on this. Oh. Yeah, so a lot of money coming in on this under. I'm going to take, I'm going to avoid the under since it's so low combined. I'm going to take the Titans total team under. Um, so since they're favored and the numbers, it's not out yet, but since they're favored and the numbers 37, we figure it's going to be like 19, 19 and a half. Um, if it's anything over than 20, smash it, obviously. 20 and a half would be a dream. Um, but I'm, I still like it at 19. Um, so I'll, I'll say that for, for the purposes of me and Seth's contest. I'll, I'll say Titans under 19 points. Um, it's either going to be Malik Willis or a banged up Tannehill. So I don't really care what the quarterback situation is. I, I still like it. Um, the Titans haven't scored more than 21 points all year. Now, if you go back to their last two games with Malik Willis, they scored 17 in each. And that was against a Chiefs defense, who I'm not in love with, and the Texans, who obviously don't have a great defense. Now they're going against one of the better defenses in the league, coming off a bye. The Broncos had a bye last week. Um, and think I think they're starting to get it going a little bit. They had a, a nice win against Jacksonville in London, and now they had a bye. So now they're coming in healthy. I think the defense plays really well and shuts down, whether it's Malik or or Tannehill, and then Derrick Henry as well, obviously. Um, the Broncos have given up only 16 points per game all season. Their games tend to be low scoring. They like to just slow you down and, and shut you down. Um, coming off a bye, like I said, so I like the Titans under 19 points here. I, I don't see how they, they really manage to score many points against this Broncos defense. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I, I watched the end of the Chiefs-Titans game, and it, Malik Willis cannot throw the football. Yeah, he had, what, five completions? Uh, yeah, he was five for 15 for, like, 80 <laughs> yards. Yeah. It's like, what? And the Broncos have a much better rush defense than the Chiefs do. So, I mean, if they, even if they slow Derrick Henry down a little bit, because one reason why the Titans scored two touchdowns, like, long runs. Yeah. Like, he had one 60-yarder and then one, I think, like, 30 or 40, and that got him, like, in the red zone. So you take those away, they have three points. So I like this play. I like it. Bron- I mean, it's going to be an ugly game with the Broncos. You know it just is. It's going to be terrible to watch. Yeah, and I I'm, I was thinking about the Broncos a little bit, but just we've we've tried to bet them a couple times, I think, so far this year on the pod, and, and it hasn't gone well. So it's just yeah. not not worth – I think I'm going to stay away. I'm just I'm just going to trust the, the good side of the Broncos, and that's their defense to shut down Tennessee. All right, so Seth, I know I hit I hit the Bears last week with a bit of a homer play. I thought about doing it again. I'm really high on the Bears right now, but 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with kind of a, a homer play for for my family. I've come from a family of Chargers fans, so I'm gonna take the Chargers plus seven against the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. Great game. Um, I think this is a perfect spot to buy low on the Chargers. I mean, when I saw this line come out, I thought it was humongous. I really thought it would be like, I don't know, five. I guess. Um, Chargers haven't looked good the last couple of weeks for sure. I, I will give you that. And that, that is because Mike Williams and Keenan Allen have been pretty banged up and just out and the Chargers don't have much depth at wide receiver besides those two guys. Keenan Allen's listed as questionable for this game. So I'm, I'm hoping he comes back. I think I said that like four weeks ago, I was like, I think Keenan Allen's going to come back for this game and he, well, they, they, <laughs> he's still out. ESPN was talking about, I saw some meme. Um, on some account, I forget what it was, but who was the guy on, I forget his name, on the, on the commanders. commanders who got yeah. shot? Brian Robinson? Yeah, he got shot Brian and Rob- came back sooner Brian than Sean Keenan Robinson Allen. got shot and came and scored a touchdown before Keenan Allen's hamstring healed. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is ridiculous. I saw that same meme. That really got me. I like that one a lot. Um, so I, I got to think he's going to be back. If If not, obviously I'm still a little weary of the Chargers offense, but so the over-under for this game is 45 and a half. So you're you're thinking, you know, and, and primetime unders, we've talked about it a lot in the show, they usually hit. So you're thinking about a game that's going to be low scoring, and you're giving me seven points. I'm going to take that every day of the week. Um, like I said, I think we forget that, like, as soon as the Niners got McCaffrey, everybody was like, okay, let's place our Super Bowl futures now on the 49ers, which I agree. They got a loaded roster, a lot of good pieces, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, the defense is stacked. But we forget that they're they're four and four. Like, let's not like think about these 49ers as some like just amazing top ten or top five NFL team that deserves to be favored by the over the Chargers by seven. They're four and four, and their wins they have two wins against the Rams, which how does that look now? I don't think that looks very good. Um and their other wins who they beat? They beat their best win on their schedule technically is against the Seahawks and Geno Smith. Um, which, you know, yeah. shout out Geno Smith. The Seahawks look great, but, um, great. Fantastic. Good job, Gino. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know why the Niners are, are really, I'm, I'm kind of, I think this is a good spot to, to buy low on the chargers and fade the Niners because the Niners are getting a little too much love. Um, they tend to play close games. I just think this will be close, right? I'm not saying the chargers are going to outright win, but like your logic with the TCU game, I think this is too many points and I'm going to take it. I'm going to yeah. take chargers plus seven for my last pick. Chuck, I, I love this pick. I think this is my favorite pick um, of yours this week. I I always tend to ride on one of your favorite picks, and I, th- I don't think I've missed on riding on that pick in about <laughs> three weeks. Um, I, I love this play for every reason that you just said. Again, the Chargers, the Chargers are not a bad team. The 49ers are not a great team. You're giving them seven? Seven? Why? Yeah. But again, this is another three and a half, four spread. Like, I don't think it should be seven. I mean, you're, I mean Justin Her- I'll take Justin Herbert over Garoppolo. Um, Eckler's fantastic out of the backfield. I mean, he's not McCaffrey, but, I mean, in fantasy, what, he was the third pick? McCaffrey was first or second? Like, I mean, they're going to both have a lot of targets, both have a lot of yards. Um, receiving core, I mean, other than Debo, I mean, I don't love the 49ers receivers. and But, I mean, the deep, when it comes down, it's going to be defense. So it's can the 49ers stop Herbert? And two weeks ago, the 49ers defense gave up 44 to Patrick Mahomes. So <laughs> true. Very that, true. That was, if, if that over was 45, they missed it by a point just by the Chiefs. So again, I'm not saying the Chargers are the same offense as the Chiefs, but I think they're similar enough 
to where Herbert can put up 21 points. Yeah. And, and I can tell you right now, the Niners will not put up 28 yeah. in that game. Yeah, not, not an explosive offense for the Niners. And, and I was looking at yeah. it as well. Um, the strength of the Niners' defense is their rush defense. And, you know, you mentioned Austin Eckler, but what Chargers, the Chargers really like to do with Eckler is throw him the ball. They're not a big running exactly. team yeah, from a not. yards per game. I think they average like 86 yards per game, which is fairly they're low. Um, so that's not their strength, right? The, if the strength of the Niners is their rush defense and that's not the strength of the Chargers, then the Chargers can expose them through the air, and that's where they're weak. Um, and you got to love Herbert. Like, Herbert getting seven points, you're never out of it, right? Like, Herbert could get hot. I think he's still one of the you know top ten quarterbacks in the league. So I think giving him seven points, you always got a chance, like the TCU game for kind of that backdoor cover with a seven point number. If they're down, you know, twelve points, he's gonna he could easily lead a touchdown drive or throw some some big pass. Yeah, shock! I love it. I love it. I'm feeling feeling good about this week. Um, I'm currently down the last two minutes of the IUPUI game, so I am sweating. How are we looking right now? How are we feeling? We are. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Naomi. Let's let's live uh, update the I people on the nervous. I am nervous. I got him at uh, I think minus or or one thirty one and a half. The under in that it's currently forty six to seventy eight. So one it's current total of one twenty four. They just can't score more than seven points in the last minute forty seconds. Oh boy, this is gonna be close. It's gonna be close. The it's last another, one hit it's at what? One, yeah, the last one hit by what? Half a point. One and a half points. Yeah. Iowa State IUPUI hit by one under one and a half points. So I'm, I'm sweating out another one. But isn't that college basketball? Isn't that what betting's all about? Is sweating yeah. like Drake IUPUI basketball game? <laughs> I mean, that, that might be. Get you going, yeah. I don't know what does. <laughs> if that doesn't rally you up inside, then something's wrong with you. Seth gets just I, jacked up on betting IUPUI games. I know. God, man, I'm sh- and I'm stressed. Oh no! Oh no! One minute left. All right, we got to we got to hop off. I got I got to. All right, I gotta, I gotta all right, Nation. <laughs> Seth's got to watch an IUPUI game, so we got to sign off. Yeah, we got to go. All right, everybody, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Bye. Make some money with us this week. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>